Welcome to C-Suite Radio. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley! It's anger! Let me at him! Fear! Safety checklist is complete! Disgust! Ew! Ew! Ugh. Sadness is in the house! Oh no! Hello, I'm Anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brett Allen here. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. We have a very special guest today, producer, executive producer extraordinaire, Rasha Droskovich. Yeah, cheer, cheer, cheer about L.A. Fire and Rescue. Now, this is full circle at this point because we've had all of the NBC One Chicago shows, CSI, I mean, you name it. But this is the real deal. And you've produced other fantastic shows, too, Wahlberger's comes to mind, which is, we'll talk about that at the end here. But I want to talk about this because this is the real LA fire and rescue. A lot of these men and women are military veterans like myself, and you are following these people around. We were looking to try and get some of the actual first responders on, but they're busy with real emergencies. Um, So uh, there's no summer hiatus like uh, some of these other shows. Thank you for your time, Rasha. It's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you, Brad. Appreciate me having me on. Thank you. Well, your filmography and television library are just massively robust. You've had your hand in some pretty epic projects, but let's talk about this in particular. What was the drive? Because I would imagine it's a pretty big ask to get some of these folks to allow a crew to follow them around because it's it's just so unpredictable, basically. Yeah, the 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 bigger the show like this, obviously the bigger the challenge. And you know, it all starts with access. So uh, we have done a lot of shows in the first responder space, like Nightwatch and First Responders Live, all of those with Dick Wolf. Yeah. But in this case, you know, we went after uh, try to get access to what could be described as the largest fire agency in the world. You know. 2,300 square miles, 3,000 employees, 59 cities, um, lifeguards, air ops, you know, brush fires, uh, urban. And so um, 
you know, it, it took us, you know, three years to get to where we are today. Okay. And, 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 you know, it's interesting uh, because it's on NBC, it's almost kind of like karma or, um, you know, the last time LA County gave the rights to a show like this was back in 1972 for an iconic show called Emergency. Yeah. So, yeah. There, I was going to ask about that. That's it's yeah, been a while. It's been a while. And uh, you know, to, to get back in uh, and get that kind of access with them 50 years later, um, we were, we were really proud of that. Um, but then it kind of led to, all right, you know, this is a huge canvas to paint on, you know, how do you take such a huge uh, uh, geographical footprint and tell intimate uh, stories about uh, firefighters and heroes? Yes. And I mean, we'll be honest here. LAPD gets their due exposure on things. I mean, the police have always been, I think the most fascinating to people because Obviously, it's high stakes, high drama, high intensity cops. I mean, there's all kinds of police shows, but I like this because the firefighters are getting a fair exposure uh, because their job, I feel maybe in different ways, is equally as challenging. And to be able to have access to that and follow these men and women around is a huge deal. Some of these episodes are it's high adrenaline. I mean, on the edge of your seat. And I think people like that, but it's also real honest and it's not a put on, so to speak, but you're really getting to know these people individually, which I think is very cool. So in the art of storytelling, which is what you, what you're doing essentially is you're telling stories. How do you even go into this and know, I mean, I don't imagine people are just sitting around with, you know, uh, a dispatch radio on listening to calls. I mean, it has to be thought out and planned, especially when you're going into some of these, you know, high risk situations for sure. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, we have five crews. So when you have that kind of, you know, 59 uh, cities and, and opportunities at uh, over, you know, five, 600 stations, you know, where do you, where do you uh, put, put the crews? You know, casting was key with these kind of shows. You know, people do come for the, you know, they tune in for the action, but they stay for the cast. And yes. Found that's that's um, a real formula for uh, Dick Wolf's successful sh- series um, like Chicago Fire. Yeah. You know, we studied that series. You know, working with Dick as a partner. You know, the bar is so high, right? Because of the success level. Like he's he's um, you know, done it all. I think he even has the Guinness World Book of Record for the most hours of programming ever produced. So he should, if not, my goodness, that man's exactly. had so many shows on television. Pretty amazing. But uh, in studying Chicago Fire, we kind of looked at the archetypes, you know, what makes these stories. Granted, yeah. they're scripted, they're actors and so on. But, you know, we were looking for the kind of the grizzled veteran fire captain who's seen it all, you know, the nervous rookie who's, you know, wants to make a great first impression, um, the dynamics, you know, between, you know, uh, all the shenanigans that go on at stations that give you the heart and humor. And then the personal life you mentioned and, you know, going home with them to see what they, you know, what they, you know, their wives or husbands yeah, think of when they go off to work because it could be their last day. So that was if if there was a formula, that was kind of how we okay. cast steam people. Yeah. Interesting that that Chicago Fire was a case study for the show, but it makes yeah. sense. I mean, your publicist who's listening, we've had pretty much every cast member from that show 
on our show over the last few years. And I mean, what they're doing on that show is very real. They're driving trucks, they're climbing buildings, like short of like going into real fires. I mean, it's, it's a real deal. I love the uh, the aspect of this, uh, Russia, where you really do let us into these personal lives, like the stoic captain or lieutenant and the the nervous rookie. I was going to ask you, but you just answered it for me because I, I get that vibe. Like it's real, but it could be a television show too. So if people haven't tuned in and yet watched, what can they expect? Well, you're going to get a front row seat on what it's like to be a firefighter or a paramedic in one of the busiest uh, agencies in the world. So that will take you again, um, because our crews were embedded for, you know, eight months of filming. So we were there. We covered over a thousand calls. Wow. So we we really cover everything a- across uh the, the spectrum, you know, from lifeguards, uh, you know, the real life Baywatch, the lifeguards that are working, you know, during you know, the, uh, the dangerous undertow, everything. So, you know, Baywatch and Pamela Anderson, but, you know, being a lifeguard uh, is, yeah. is, is a hard job and the yeah. undertow. And then, you know, the tourists that come in thinking, oh, Southern Cal, and then just get, you know, the, the, that was fascinating working with specialty camera gear to capture what they do on a daily basis. You know, air ops being able to, you know, God forbid you go off the edge of uh, Mulholland or any place, the, 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 how, how tactical it is to bring in an air helicopter and drop down and be able to transport someone to, um, and save their life to a hospital. And then, you know, the brush fires, Southern California is mm. known for that. So being able to, you know, embed with these fire crews. And, and safety first, for sure, because as we were told by the agency many times, you know, we don't want you to, you, know, you can tell our story, we don't want you to become the story. So they were, uh, our crews were all trained in how to anticipate the Santa Ana winds shifting so that we wouldn't get into any kind of, a, uh, you know, dangerous scenario. But all in all, I think for viewers, uh, it, it is a, um, you know, it's both a, uh, adrenaline rush because you get to see what it's like firsthand but at the same time we put a face and a heart to it and i think that's really important in today's world where you're getting a lot of negative uh, energy going on happening you know have a show where really at the core it's someone's worst day meeting a firefighter's best day and that is saving lives that's pretty inspirational i i think that's you know hopefully going to attract viewers to the series. When did you start filming? Was this post pandemic or did you kind of, st- I know these things could take time. Right. Smack in the middle of the pandemic. Okay. It's, it's I was, a, that was my next question. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, when you have calls, you know, at the time it was at the highest levels. Um, most of the calls, um, you know, every call had to deal with the pandemic of it all, you know, the COVID of all, like how to protect our crews Many times they're responding. They do a lot of medical. It's not all fighting fires. They do a lot of medical calls. Yeah. So, so being exposed that way was was a challenge. But um, you know, we're fortunate. We work with specialists who are comfortable working in uncomfortable. You know, these are these are tough jobs. And you said it earlier. You know, yes, we we were on pagers uh, waiting for the calls to come in, and if they come in at two in the morning, we're off and running. And um, you just have to be nimble and, um, 
our crews were just really great at being able to capture the action. I love it. Well, you are an executive producer, producer, and you'll probably do a better job of explaining this, but for all the wonderful television that we get to watch, you are one of the main driving forces behind a show getting on to air. I mean, you do everything. Can you just define what a producer is? So yeah. for those who don't know, I mean, it's probably one of the most intense jobs I could imagine that could exist in television outside of, I don't know, it's a hardcore job that you do, but we get great television as a result of it. Yeah. I think in a sports analogy, it's kind of close to a general manager, you know, yeah. you've got to be able to pick the right coach and then you got to put together, which would be like a showrunner, you know, you got to put the right players, the receivers and so on. Yeah. Uh, so camera crews, editors, all the super talented folks that put these shows together. But, you know, you're also part psychologist and cheerleader. And at the end of the day, um, probably, uh, you know, just giving it 110 percent because it's so hard to sell television shows, it, even though the market has grown and there's so much uh, content um, available out there. It, it is it is tricky to a get a show sold. And in this case, it took us over three a years. A good show on top of that. Well, thank you. And then, you know, then you hope for the numbers. Right. Then you hope you're all that sweat and, you know, uh, hard work pays off that people actually are attracted to the show and come back. So it's not just, not just the first week, right? You want a loyal audience and that's, you know, what Dick Wolf does so well with all his shows is he's got such a great audience base out there. They know when they tune in, they're going to get a great show. So we're, we're hoping, and again, this is the cheerleading part of being an executive producer. We're hoping that, this gravitates uh, and people get interested in it so that, um, you know, it can have long legs. Yes. Well, as we wrap here, I want to be respectful of your time. I know you've worked with some big names in television. Dick Wolf, you've also worked with Mark Wahlberg. Wahlbergers was a big show. How does that work? Does he come to you? Do you come to him? I mean, that man has massive power in Boy, the industry and is... when he moved to las vegas people freaked out but i mean he's planning on building a television studio in las vegas i mean like yeah. not all yeah. shows have just unlim unlimited budgets but i imagine like i'm just curious any fun stories or experiences oh no that absolutely. was such a fun show and then they did another show yeah. similar to it on one of the cable streamers hbo i think or showtime yeah, yeah. like how, let's talk about that real quick as we wrap because i no, think that's it, just it, fascinating it was great completely different than la fire and rescue but oh yeah <laughs> just as enjoyable because uh it's not just mark it's donnie it's paul it's the late alma the mother you know when the word came out that they were going to open up a restaurant i met mark here at the uh, iconic polo lounge and he said you know why do you want to do a show on on Wahlburgers? and you know, I said, well, you've done really well in movies and television and music. And now in the restaurant business, you know, nine kids from Dorchester uh, to now break into, uh, you know, the restaurant world. I, this is a great American story. And next thing you know, I'm on a plane meeting the real entourage, you know, and, oh you know, God. it was the, the pilot was pretty amazing. And we knew we had gold. You know, Donnie is one of the funniest uh, human beings on the planet. Paul was obviously the hardest working uh, blue collar, you know, one burger at a time. Uh, just great guy. And then Alma was, you know, 
classic mom, you know, don't forget to call your mother. And it works. It worked for six seasons. So just love that series. Wonderful. Well, congratulations on this LA fire and rescue episodes available to stream on Peacock and NBC. What else is in the works that you can talk about? Anything fun and exciting? I'm sure you always have some iron in the fire. Well, we've got a, a, a pilot uh, called Miami Heat, which we're excited about, kind of a real-life Miami Vice. So with uh, success, fingers crossed, lighting candles for LA Fire and Rescue, uh, we'd love for that one to be kind of the next one that we hit. So, Yeah, Miami would be a whole different beast. I think in the vein of you know Miami Vice and Dexter, outside of that, Miami hasn't gotten much attention as far as real time yeah. television. So congratulations. Thank you, Rosh, for your Thank time. You, I've been really a huge fan of your work. Yeah. I mean, when this opportunity was presented, I was like, absolutely. Uh, television, uh, just gold that you've touched. And of course the fans, and of course, shout out to the WGA strike going on right now. So we can get more great television and everybody gets a fair deal. Uh, Rasha, thank you for your time. I appreciate Thank's it. Brett. Thank you so really much. Appreciate it. All thank right. you. See you.